1: You're listening to AI in Action. I'm your host, JP Valentine. Our guest today is Rami Curry. Rami is a technical founder and CEO at Oxy. Rami, welcome to the show.
2: Hey, JP. Good to be here.
1: Yeah, it's been a long time coming, my friend. I know you and I have been talking about getting you on the podcast for a while, so I'm glad we finally got you here. Let's start with yourself, please. Can you give, give us and our audience a, a little background of your career in technology, where you got started, what's led you to where you are today?
2: Well, long story short, I studied computer science and economics, always wanted to start a software company, started a few, most failed. My previous one ended up being kind of acquired by a fund in Boston where I worked to launch internal firms and then spin them off. I then started Oxy around two years ago, and it's been a nice ride since. Uh, We're a team of 20 now. We're bootstrapped. We're all engineers, and we're working with the top consulting firms as of today.
1: I love that. I love it. Just no nonsense straight to what you're doing now. Your background is quite impressive, but yeah, let's, let's talk about the here and now. So you already touched on it. You, you founded and you're now CEO of Oxy. Tell us all about Oxy, who you are, what you do, mission of the business, and where the idea first came from to, to create Oxy.
2: Uh, Oxy is basically an add-in for PowerPoint that builds slides twice as fast and the idea came from honestly the consulting industry so we're hyper focused on management consultants i come from a management consulting background my dad is a consultant my sister is a consultant and all my friends are management consultants basically so i always thought there must be a better way to build slides and being technical myself i was playing around machine learning and learning that stuff and then slowly but surely iterated on several versions of the first product which was a sketch to powerpoint and then got here I would say that Oxy is extremely technical as a team. As I mentioned before, we're all engineers, so we operate differently. Other firms at our stage would have raised a lot of money by now. We're basically playing it uh, the opposite way, the old school way, where we build something of value and ensure hundred percent that, okay, this is something that people are using and love and then build on top of that. Thank you. I appreciate the overview
1: and it's great background
2: for context.
1: So let's jump straight into the here and now at Oxy. You already talked about your background in management consulting and why there was such a need for this product. And I know you're even though you're bootstrapped, you're already having a lot of success. So can you walk us through what it's like from Potential customer considering using Oxy as a platform to how it's used in the hands of management consultants, and just how different that experience is from traditional methods to what you guys do now
2: uh, so just to just to add the point about my background in management consulting, I like to jo- joke that I actually grew up around PowerPoint because i wasn 't actually a consultant myself, but I was always surrounded by consultants. And usually management consulting firms have either their own add-ins or they just use PowerPoint. And you spend a lot of hours a day just building slides, aligning shapes, even though you're hired to actually solve complex problems. Oxy streamlines a lot of this type of work by either like auto-completing your slide or suggesting the edits that you should make to make it look nicer. So you, you can just download Oxy on your laptop and then it shows on your PowerPoint. And then if you press on control space, then you can use your keyboard to access hundreds of formatting functions. And this is called the smart bar. So the smart bar also suggests editing functions as you select and work around your presentation. So for instance, if you select two shapes, maybe next to each other, you open the smart bar, it tell you, I suggest to actually align these by the left side and maybe distribute them horizontally. So that saves a lot of time by itself. We also have an iOS app. That is a sketch of PowerPoint that kind of takes a handwritten sketch and turns it into a PowerPoint presentation. And we also have the AI recommendations and the type-based recommendations, which is kind of a recommendation engine for designs. So you, you might have an ugly skeleton slide with all the content there, but with a few clicks, it actually auto-formats and beautifies the slide for you. So staying on the
1: topic of the AI aspect of it, look, already what you've touched on and anyone who's been involved with creating PowerPoints knows how labor intensive and manual and it just downright frustrating it can be in time. So what you're created is something that does it almost instantly with just very little manual input. But what you're now talking about is AI uh, playing a part in helping people create it. Walk us through that journey, just what it's like to be using the AI element and how you've gone about creating the technology behind the scenes,
2: obviously without giving away too much of the secret sauce. No, sure thing. So I actually enjoy this part because I feel AI is really overhyped and a lot of people talk about it, but th- there are very few cases where the value makes sense. I feel that we had recently like the data science hype that now is kind of be- becoming more real and realistic. And I feel that AI is the same. Uh, so it's, it's these two are really interconnected. So like an example, my my dad got his PhD in AI 30 years ago, and it was a hype back then. And we saw another hype recently, but now there are more applications that actually add value using machine learning. So in Oxy's case, I would say most of the AI is in the smart board by suggesting like the next editing steps. And the AI recommendation engine is it's basically a Netflix recommendation or or a Spotify or whatever, where it suggests what it thinks you should be building based on the content that you have. So that's there and Sketch PowerPoint is also like a, an advanced OCR where there's computer vision that actually sees the shapes and the text and transforms these into a PowerPoint slide. Development wise, I think it's very different from typical software engineering because as a software engineer, you can work in sprints, right? You can say, okay, this week we have all these features to complete. And then you're done right and then you move on to the next week and machine learning it's more about experimentation i would say so you have to try a lot of things see what works double down there probably most things won't work so you just throw them away and then slowly but surely you end up building something of value and but it's very important there that you don't end up building just a research lab because there are a lot of great papers and research that no one ever knows about and that's because i don't think they were actually commercialized the right way or they actually don't add any value in real life. So on our end, we make sure that our users actually benefit from anything we do on the machine learning front. Otherwise, it's not something we're really interested in. Yeah, a few important points there. Firstly, talking about the
1: hype behind AI and cutting through the hype to to talk about how it's actually in use, being productive, and adding value, which is your second point there, not just becoming research, using AI, for its intended purposes, rather than just trying to do something fanciful. You mentioned in your introduction that you've built a team of engineers. Can you give us some insight into what it's like behind the scenes day to day for our audience who are either data scientists, NLP practitioners, or data engineers? What does it look like to be part of the Oxy team? What's a typical project? And how do you guys go about collaborating across various
2: skill sets and locations? Sure thing. So I would say overall, the team is divided in two. Uh, half is actually just software engineering and the typical software engineering stuff, which is extremely essential and important to what we're doing. Because another part of Oxy is like keyboard shortcuts, for example, which is pure software engineering, nothing to do with machine learning, but it adds tremendous value. And the other part is machine learning, which is you know what we're interested in here. So uh, on the machine learning front, I would say we start off on the user side. So we say Okay, what if we can actually have a system that can complete the entire slide for you in a few clicks, what would that look like? And then we go around our connections and network that we were lucky to build across the last few years because of the the field we're in. So there aren't a lot of AI companies that actually are building something that is that concrete. So we tend to get a fair amount of attention across researchers in the top universities. So that has been extremely helpful for us. And then we consult with them. We see, if we're thinking of this the right way, we also have connections and big research labs and big software companies that are working on similar stuff in different fields. And after we say, okay, this is actually useful for the users. And this is actually feasible because we know we're very close to it. Let's get started. So there, we don't just have an open-ended project. We actually have, we have time boxes. So we say, okay, in these two weeks, we should actually accomplish these key metrics. If this doesn't happen, then we have to look back and see why. And if it's something that is limited by the technology we have on hand or the approach, then we actually rebound this from the beginning. If it actually works, then we double down and we try to ship a version to our end users as soon as possible. Because sometimes you can spend years building something that you think is cool as an engineer, but then you give it to a user and they literally just don't care. So it's very important for us to have kind of this exchange and to have it easily. So, for example, in in the Oxy Enterprise licenses, we get added to the Slack and Teams channel of our clients so that we can constantly reach out and talk to our users. And that has been tremendously helpful for us in building such technologies. Location-wise, I would say most machine learning engineers are in the U.S. We have a few people in Boston here where I am. We also have someone in New York, someone in California, and then we also have two interns in India at the moment. And... That's pretty much it on the machinery front. So we try to keep a small team of A-plus players and double down on everything there. You know, our plan down the line is basically to have a small team that is overpaid. That's what, you know, we're aspiring to.
1: I love it. I love it. I definitely want to acknowledge that point you mentioned there about, about being integrated with your customers to encourage them to use it. But the main focus is on having an impact, having something that's productive and being put to use, which for data scientists and engineers who work on projects that never see the light of day, that's gotta be a very welcome change.
0: You are listening to the oldest podcast. When you're looking to scale your team, or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com.
1: You and I speak. Quite often, and we were speaking just last week about what's next for Oxy, because you're bootstrapped an amazing business and already getting great traction, but you're only just getting started. So can you give us some insight into what the roadmap looks for looks like for you guys for the next 18 months to two years? What do you expect to happen? What are some of the major
2: milestones you're working towards? So we've had a wait list for more than a year now that we're going through right now with our new product. So that's one priority on my list. But also we have all these projects that we got started on like a year and a half ago, but then decided to pause because we had other priorities. So these are now popping up one by one. And this is really fun for me because they're crazy ideas. Similar to like auto-completing a slide. What if you can build the slide differently and maybe not using your keyboard or your mouse, maybe doing something else. So these are very crazy ideas that we see if... There's something there and try to build small prototypes that sometimes actually work. Sometimes most of the times don't. And then, you know, iterate step by step. So other than the add-in and the iOS app, there's, there are a lot of integrations going on. So we had a product here, a product there. We're trying to combine them in a few things. We're also exploring new ways of assisting people building slides, as I mentioned before, but on PowerPoint this time. So even if you want to use the typical tools, What can we actually use machine learning on to optimize this process? So that's, this is everything I can share on this front. But what I can say is it's very exciting because every single day you have new technologies popping up, which opens a huge amount of opportunities where you can actually leverage what other people did and apply it to to something like PowerPoint. And on our end, this is something we have fun doing. So even if we have two days where we're kind of on the beach, we're chilling because like we shipped a new product last week, we kind of start playing with these. And sometimes the stars align, and you get something that's really useful. Rami, I think that's an important
1: point you just made because you indicate there the culture and environment of work-life balance that you guys work hard. But when you produce something, you reward yourselves and it's not like some of the other startups where it's just go. So it creates an environment that attracts A plus players, which brings me to my next question you've had a very specific focus on your hiring strategy, which has proven to be very successful. But you're trying to attract the top 1% of the talent workforce. So how is the question? How how do you go about doing so? How have you had such success? And when you're speaking to these top candidates, the A-plus players, what are you telling them about the work and environment at Oxy that gets them interested enough to join you over some of the other great
2: opportunities available to them? So, so one thing that is helping us right now is how the economy is doing, because, you know, you have a lot of great talent that was previously hired by top huge firms. And it's not the case anymore. They either lost their jobs because they're cutting costs, et cetera. So now we are open in terms of options on their end. We're a new option on the end. So that's one thing. Two, I would say that it's important to also lead by example, like if you know if you're managing someone and you send them an email on Sunday at ten a m then they would feel obliged that I probably have to be working as well, so I think this is important setting work life balance standards. I don't think we do have amazing work work life balance, honestly, but we're getting there like we' a, a startup is is a product itself, like we keep trying to get better at it. But also, like we learned the hard way that the better you feel, the better you perform. Sometimes strategic breaks make financial sense even for everyone because you end up outputting a lot more work later. So I think. We're all adults we know what works for you yeah, for for each person and we get feedback from them because every single engineer or person is different what works for you might be different than what works for me so we try to accommodate everyone's needs on on, the, on this front and being a small team helps a lot because if you were a team of 200 engineers then there's no way we can be that flexible because it, it wouldn't make financial sense but being the size we are at right now we have this luxury where okay if someone wants to take three days off this week we can ask someone else to come in and maybe like exchange days next week. So it's, it's very flexible. And also, I think having a proactive team helps because you don't need to micromanage people and you don't have to hire a lot of managers. It's because every single person knows that I have to complete the set of projects by this date. So I can literally manage it the way I want because they trust me. They know I'll do the work and they know I'll deliver on it. And then the conversations are fun. Like the the happiest moments of my day is when I actually connect with the team of engineers and kind of review what happened and plan the next steps because it's literally like watching a Discovery Channel show. We didn't think this was possible. We tried it this way. We were actually surprised. This is impressive. The results are good. Let's try to ship it in a beta version to one client and see how this goes. So I would say, you know, it's uh, again, like work-life balance I think is very hard to achieve, especially at, at our stage but we're getting there. And also I think you need less work than you think to achieve good results. Like sometimes, you know, we're always swimming these ideologies, work as hard as you can, work harder. But I think also sometimes if you work too hard, you miss the big picture sometimes. And if you do that, you might end up working on the wrong thing. So it's as important to take a step back and make sure that you're actually in the right direction, the right spot, and that you're actually taking the right decisions And then move forward after that. Yeah, no, some really good
1: points there. And I think your view on it as a whole really captures how work-life balance actually works. It's a journey rather than a destination. Final question from me then, Rami, when you look ahead at the next year, two years for the future of Oxy, given what you guys have already accomplished and the reception and feedback you're getting from engineers and customers alike, what are you most excited about for the future of the business?
2: I'm excited to double down on what is working and remove the fat around the things that are inefficient because sometimes just like optimizing 5% makes a huge difference and that applies not only to, to the products we're building, Uh, But also on the hiring front, on the management front, and also on on my personal front, I I, am excited to try new things in terms of time management, see if I can rely on this new team to manage this project alone. And oftentimes when you trust people, you get positively surprised. Hiring is the most important thing. I think this is the most important part of my job. Um, And if you get it right, then you can do wonders. But also retaining the talent is another priority that should be on every manager's list, I would say.
1: Completely agree. And I think it's evident with how much focus you put to it. It's shown in the caliber of people you've been able to hire and culture that you've built. So, Rami, thank you so much for coming on today, my friend. I really appreciate you sharing uh, the backstory behind Oxy, the success that you've had just far, your philosophy on on work, production, building things that that work and have an impact, and then the environment that you're creating for engineers and and data scientists. We really appreciate you coming on and wish you, the team, and everyone at
2: Oxy the best of luck in the months and years to come. Thanks a lot, JP. This was fun, and uh, we'll talk soon, I guess. Take care.